Well, good morning, Citygate Church and all of our online guests. Um, I'd like us to turn in the Bibles, please, to Proverbs chapter 4. And we're just going to read a few verses, verses uh, 20 to 27. Very powerful passage of scripture, as they always are, really. It says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep my words in the, in the center of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all of their flesh. Keep your heart with all your diligence, for out of your heart spring the issues of life. Keep your mouth free from perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead and fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths of your feet and, and be steadfast in all of your ways. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Keep your foot from evil. Um, in the NIV, verse um, 23 says this, above all else, above all else. So he's about to say something really important here. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from your heart. Um, as we enter into our summer Sundays, I want us to be focusing on the attitudes of the heart and the things that go on in the heart. There isn't anything more important, according to Proverbs chapter 4, above all else, we are to guard our heart. I believe at this time, we've been in a, a crazy year, as we all know, we're experiencing different things, and the highest priority has to be to guard our heart. Everything flows from out of our heart. You know, as we go through life's journey, it's very easy to pick things up in life. The Bible says um, in Hebrews, it says to throw aside the sin and the weights, to cast them aside. And it's very easy to go through life's journey. You know, we pick this up and we pick that up. It could be an attitude. It could be a habit. It could be a mentality. It could be a core belief. It could be something that we do. It could be something that just be, you know, begins as something we say and it... <clears throat> turns into a, a whole life experience for us, something we never intended to be in. Very easy to pick up baggage, very easy to develop a mindset, perhaps, uh, you know, something that's not quite in line with God's word or, or things that, you know, we're supposed to believe as Christians. It's very easy to fill ourselves up with, with ideas and with attitudes, but I believe God wants us to guard our heart. And um, I was thinking back to just before the lockdown, actually, and I was up in my office and, um, and I was on my computer, I don't know, doing emails or on the internet somewhere or something like that. And, and it just was not doing what I wanted it to do. My computer was not behaving. Have you ever had a computer like that? It just doesn't do what you want it to do. You press a button and something crashes or, you know, you try to open something and it doesn't open. Well, my computer was behaving really badly. It wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. Everything seemed to take far more effort and it took a lot, um, you know, greater time to get just the simplest of jobs done. So I did what I always do in a time of crisis, and that is I, I opened my door and I said, Tim, <laughs> Tim, that's the youth pastor in Citygate Church, Tim, can you come and help me please? And Tim came into my office and he said, yeah, Pastor Jay, how can I help? And I said, I want you to sit down in my chair and I want you to sort out my computer. And so he spent some time on the computer and we just talked a little bit. And then um, he said, Pastor Jay, he said, do you ever turn your computer off? And I said, no, I don't think I do. He said, do you ever update it or, or you know, give it a rest? 
And I said, no, I just keep it on. It's just on all the time. And, um, you know, he sort of, his eyes rolled as they sort of do sometimes with me and computers. He said, Pastor Jay, it will be a great idea if just every now and again, every week, every month, you turn your computer off so it's able to reset itself. And I thought about that. And um, especially over these last few months, I've been thinking a lot, as I know we all have been, about the state of our heart and what's going on in the world, what's going on around us. And I just believe perhaps just like Tim said to me, he was my helper that day. And you know what I was thinking? Perhaps our helper, the Holy Spirit, perhaps wants to say to some of us, probably all of us, you know what? It's time to press the reset button in life. We have an amazing opportunity right now with all the stuff that's going on to really hone in on our lives. The Bible says here to guard your heart, to protect your heart. The, the, NIV, uh, the NIV said above all else, guard your heart. The New King James says keep your heart with all your diligence, all your effort. As we launch into Summer Sundays over these next four weeks, we want to be pressing the reset button in our hearts. The Bible is full of examples where God drew his people away to spend time in the presence of the Holy Spirit to have the reset button pressed in their lives. Perhaps sometimes it's been a time of adversity for the person and it's caused them to really draw near to God. For other people, it's just been a time you know, that they've sensed on their heart, I need to spend time in prayer. Perhaps for other people, there were things going around them and they thought, we need a breakthrough here. But you know, however it happened, time after time, God would speak to people or he would draw people to himself to say, you know what, come on, it's time to have an encounter with my presence. It's time to press the reset button. It's time to, you know, perhaps you have got some weights around your life. Perhaps you have got some attitudes that you've developed. Perhaps you've just begun to say things that aren't quite in line with God's word. And God perhaps wants to say, come on, it's time to press the reset button and for your heart to to go back to its default position and that is to be godly and to really flow out all of its life into every part of your life and your experience. You know, perhaps sometimes the reset is, is a personal choice, but perhaps other times it's forced upon us. But either way, I believe with all of my heart, it's a God moment. It's a God time. It's a God opportunity. As we think back over 2020, I know we're only half a, you know, halfway through the year right now, but as we get towards the end of the year, I intend to look back on 2020 and say, you know what, Almighty God was faithful and Almighty God spoke and Almighty God moved and he showed himself strong and, and he fulfilled all the promises that I believed him that he would fulfill. But really above all, as I look back over 2020, I believe God intends it to be a time where he says he's touched our heart again and he's done something so powerful and so profound that it will set us up for the whole next season of our life as individuals and as a church. You know, to focus in on the attitudes and the intentions and the state of our heart, as it says in Proverbs 4, guard your heart with all your diligence. I'm going to be speaking on this a couple of times through August in our summer Sundays. I love summer Sundays. The sun shines and, you know, well, hopefully the sun shines and we have a, you know, a chance to just step out of the rat race of life. It's a time for us to have, you know, perhaps some more focused 
family time. And as we go through summer Sundays, we're going to be hearing some life stories. We're going to be interviewing some people on a Sunday about how God has spoken to them during this time and what's happened in their hearts as a consequence of perhaps the Holy Spirit saying, come on, it's time to press the reset button. But as I go through today, I just want to talk about four things that are really important as we understand that we need to press the reset button. The first thing is this, that it is God's way to bring significant increase into our lives. When God says press the reset button, it's because he wants to bring increase. It's because he wants us to grow. It's because he wants us to develop. It's because he wants us to go from faith to faith and from strength to strength. All sorts of people in the Bible have had to press the reset button in their life. Abraham, I think of Abraham. He'd lived for 24 years and he'd had a promise from God about, you know, a son having Isaac, and we know it's Isaac now, but a son who would, you know, through that son, all the families of the earth would be blessed, would enter into a covenant with Almighty God. And he reached the age of 99 years old, and it hadn't happened yet. And he got a bit despondent. In fact, he got totally despondent about it. We hadn't heard from him for 13 years, and yet Almighty God turns up and presses the reset button in Abraham's life. He went into that encounter with God, with some doubts and with some, oh, well, it just isn't going to happen. He went in an old man and the Bible says he was impotent. He wasn't able, you know, to produce any more ch uh, children. He went into that encounter with God in that sort of attitude, but he came out as a covenant partner with Almighty God and he saw his dream fulfilled. What an amazing time to press the reset uh, button in his life. I think of Ozzy's. You know what? He went into the desert as a 40-year-old as a freedom fighter who had got so frustrated and so upset with, with the treatment of the uh, slaves, his own people, in Egypt. And he went into the desert as an outcast on the run, escaping from Pharaoh's men. But 40 years after that, he encountered the burning bush. It's as if God said, it's time for a reset. And he encountered the burning bush and he encountered the great I am. And he came out of that experience as the great uh, deliverer of Israel. I think of King David. In fact, before he was king, he went to Ziklag. Um, it was an incredible experience because everything had gone completely wrong for David. Um, he'd been out and he'd fought a battle and he'd come back. And his city, his town was completely destroyed and all the families had been taken captive. And the Bible says he cried till he had no more strength to cry. He was absolutely distraught. Everybody spoke of uh, stoning him. But you know what? It was a time that Almighty God wanted to say, come on, it's time to press the reset button. And so he inquired of God. He got hold of God in a way he'd never done before. He put on the ephod, for those of you who know the uh, story there. And he said, I am going to hear the voice of God. And it was as if God said, right, time to press the reset button for your life. You've been on the run. You've lived in caves. You've been an outcast from King Saul who has despised you for the last 15, 20 years. But now it's time, David, for you to go into your high calling. It's time for you to go from a cave dweller to be king of Israel. And he got hold of God and God said I want you to pursue overtake and recover everything and he went out and they got all the spoils back but it, it was great that all that happened but within just a couple of days he had been made the king of Israel in the most amazing uh, 
breakthrough that could ever have happened. I think of the Apostle Paul. He'd been known as the one consenting to the death of the saints early on in the book of Acts and he encountered God and it's as if God said, it's time to press the reset button of your life. And he went off for three years. He went out as a brand new Christian with all of that history, you know, from before he was um, a Christian, but he came back out of that three years as the apostle who turned the world upside down. What an incredible encounter and time with God he had over that three-year period. And I think of the Lord uh, Jesus himself. He'd lived for 30 years. He'd lived a perfect life. And then he was baptized in the Jordan. The heavens opened and Almighty God said, He said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And he was led by the Spirit out into the desert for 40 days where he overcame the enemy. He overcame the devil himself. He was tempted and tested in all things while he was out there. Angels helped him. He went out being led by the Spirit, but he came back in the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe God wants all of us at this time to have a time when he presses the reset button in our lives, when we guard our heart, we address our heart, perhaps we strengthen our heart, we, we hear God afresh for our lives in order for us to go on in this next season and for us to be all that God has called us to be. So the first thing is God will always use a time to bring increase into our lives when he's saying, come on, it's time to press the reset button. That's not a rebuke. That's an encouragement. That's not something heavy from God saying, come on, everything's wrong. We need to change it. He's saying, but you know what? Above all things, I want you to guard your heart and I want you to focus in on what's going on on the inside at this time. The second thing I'd like to speak about today is that this, if it's done effectively, it's going to take some time doesn't happen overnight. In the examples I've given, some things happened over 40 days, some things happened over three years, some things happened over 40 years. I mean, who knows how long the reset's going to be, but I do believe this, that it's not just a momentary encounter, it's a, it's a season in God where God says, it's time for you to go higher. Apparently to get a good break, you know, for a holiday, I've, I've heard this said, I've experienced it a couple of times, and that is you need to have a break for at least three weeks. Because up till that time, if it's just a week or 10 days or 12 days, something like that, you don't actually fully unwind. I don't know about you, but I need time sometimes to just unwind, just like that computer in my office needed to be turned off every now and again. Obviously, the you know, this is summertime, so we're all going to hopefully go a little bit horizontal. If we were having summer Sundays here, we'd have the deck chairs out front and we'd have the ice creams. Why? It's because we want everybody to, you know, to embrace a season that says, you know what, I need to unwind a little bit. I need to take some time out. And as I encourage us today, I want us to, you know, to be encouraged to take some time out. Out. And I don't just mean for holiday time, I mean time out in our lives to make room for God. As we're still in this year, so much has changed. You know, we're having to embrace new norms and, and new experiences and we're having to do things a whole different way. I can't just go down the shops now and, you know, think, you know, say to Sharon, I'll be back in five minutes. Why? Because there's going to be a queue up the road. So I need to plan for a good half an hour or 40 minutes for me to stand outside and there's one in and there's one out and all these things. We have to be prepared to take masks with us and all this sort of stuff. Life is very different right now. Life is very different. 
And it's important that we understand that this isn't just going to go away overnight. That's not a statement of unbelief. But you know what? It's, it's like there is this world situation going on and who knows how long it's going to take. It could be another month. It could be another six months. It could be another two years. We don't know how long things are going to take till there's a vaccine and all that sort of stuff. But I just want to encourage us today to take this opportunity. This is a season. I don't believe it's a God-sent season, but I believe it's a God-used season. And I believe it could be a God-ordained season for us to say, right, I'm going to take some time and I'm going to get hold of Almighty God in a fresh way and I'm going to guard my heart above all else and I'm going to press the, the uh, button in my life to update my life, to upgrade my life and to give my life a little bit of a rest that the next time I turn it on, you know what? It's going to function just like God intended it to function. You know what, um, how change happens? It either happens because you do things consistently over and over and over and over and over again. You develop a habit and it just becomes a part of your life. Or you have a very intense emotional experience. And I think all of those have been happening uh, over these last few months. You know, some people have had the most intense experiences. They've had to battle, you know, um, challenges that they've never had to battle before. As we go through this month, we're going to be hearing from people about things they've had to handle, how they've overcome things, how they've addressed things in their own lives and in their circumstances. It could be, you know, to do with finances. It could be to do with a job. It could be that people, perhaps you're hearing me today, and you've had COVID-19 and you've been in hospital. You know, people have had to experience all sorts of things over these last few months. And it's an ideal opportunity to not just say, oh, I've hated this year and this whole year, I just want it gone. But to say, even in the midst of adversity, to say, God, I want this year to count for something in my life. And if this is going to take a month, then great. If it's going to take six months, then fine. God, I'm prepared to give this time because I want to guard my heart above all things. Even in the midst of all the COVID thing going on, the world is just, you know, just seems to be exploding all over the place. There's Fear, there's anger erupting because of the hold down. It, it's as if everybody is at the end of their fuse and it's as if these, these sort of emotions are exploding all over the place. And I want to say to us all as Christians or perhaps you haven't ever said yes to Jesus Christ that your heart is the most important thing to keep your heart with all diligence and this is going to take some time to press the reset button and it's also going to take some time for us to come through and out the other side of this whole world experience that is going on at this time. The third thing that I want to speak about today is never uh, waste an opportunity to press the reset button. If you have the opportunity, then take the opportunity. And I know for all of us, we're saying, you know what, just because I've been at home doesn't mean to say I'm any less busy. In fact, often we're saying we're more busy than well, you know, I was before. Why? Because I'm having to develop whole new systems. I'm having to do things a different way. I'm on the phone all the time. I'm on Zoom calls all the time or whatever it is. And I know a whole heap of us are going back to work at this time. You know, perhaps we haven't had extra time, but what we have had is a clearly marked season. 
And I believe this is an opportunity for us to discern the season that we are in. I believe we're in the greatest opportunity, the greatest season that we have ever had to see the world come to Christ. Why? Because the world is hurting right now. We all need answers for what's going on around us. And this is a great opportunity to say, well, you know what? I may not be able to have all the answers for what's actually going on, but what I do have is I is I can introduce you to the person of Jesus Christ. That he wants to come right into the center of your situation and he wants to make change and he wants to bring change and he wants to encourage your life and he wants to strengthen your life and he wants to go through the fire in there, in the same fire that you're in and come out the other side so that you're not burned. He wants to go through the flood with you so that you're not drowned. And, and I want us to take this opportunity as a church, but also you know, to those who can really impact the world at this time, to never uh, waste an opportunity to press the button in our lives. Don't take a shortcut. You know, it's very easy to think, oh, I can't wait for this year to be over. I can't wait for this season to be over. And I've learned that that's probably not the best way to live your life, always hoping that, you know, for six months' time or a year's time. Let's make the most of the situation and the day we are living in right now because today is a day of salvation. Today is the time that God can show himself strong. Today is the day where God wants to speak to us. Today is the day that God is saying, come on, I want you to guard your heart because out of your heart flows all the forces of life. Today is the day that God wants to show himself strong. Today is the day when he's my healer and my provider. I do not want to live my life, you know, dismissing these next three, four, five, six months and saying, oh, I can't wait till it's over. No, I want to get hold of God in the moment. I want to embrace God in the moment. I want to know his presence and his faith and his joy in the moment that we're in now, because this is a great opportunity to press the reset button in our lives. Lay hold of the opportunity that there is right now, not just in six months time. And finally, as we close today, and the fourth thing that I want to say is this. If I press the button in my heart, it means my whole life will be reset. My whole life will be reset. There is such a power, and I'm going to carry on with this next time, but there's such a power in the state of our heart. It affects everything. It affects everything. And we have an opportunity at this time to examine ourselves and to say, how come I'm doing that? Why am I doing this the way I do it? What am I really thinking in my heart? What attitudes are really in my heart? And you know what? As we focus in on the state of our heart at this time, it's going to affect every part of our life. Amazing things can happen when we focus on the state of our heart. It's very easy to say, oh God, will you pour out your spirit? Will you do something as though it's in spite of us? But when God works on our heart, it affects our surroundings. It affects our circumstances. It even affects our physical health in a very powerful way. The Bible says, keep his word in our heart and it's health to all of our flesh. And we all need to be strengthened in our health life right now, whether that's our, our, our physical health or our emotional health or our um, or the health and the prosperity of our soul. I believe God wants our heart at this time to be affecting every part of our lives. Everybody wants results. Everybody wants, you know, God's word to be fulfilled and the blessing of God. But some people are not prepared to do the things it takes for in order, you know, for God's word to come to pass. And I believe for us today, you know, to do the thing that God wants for us, 
now is this, to guard our heart, to feed our heart, to strengthen our heart, you know, to focus our heart, to keep our heart healthy. I'm going to be covering some of these things over the next few weeks. As we close, I want to encourage you today to stop fighting the season, but to lay hold of the season to reset your heart. That's an expression I've used all through this message. And, and, you know, for so many of us, we had a very powerful encounter with God the day we gave our life to Jesus Christ. For me, that was October the 8th in, in uh, 1984. It was a time when I came into that hall. I probably believed there was a God, but I had no time for him. But I came out of that hall, I could say that season, having received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. It was a... It was a time, it was three or four hours where there was a huge change on the inside of me. The Bible actually says he took out my old heart and he put in a brand new heart. And friend, I want to ask you today, have you ever made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior? You know, today I'm not just speaking about, you know, perhaps cleaning up certain things in our lives. And and I'm sure that always has to be done. We always need to be getting better at all sorts of things. But there needs to be a moment when we receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. It actually says in the Bible, that is an expression that, that Christ himself said, he said, you must be born again. You must be born again. It's as if you've, you have to come to this place. And I believe God's love is here today to bring you to himself, to come to that place where you say, Jesus, I need you in my life. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. I believe you died on the cross and I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Today, friend, I want to ask you to allow God to come into your life and to make you a brand new person. It doesn't mean to say you have a different personality. You know, it doesn't affect, you know, how you are as a person from the outside first, but everything changes on the inside, which then affects your whole life. So I'm going to pray a prayer right now. And if you haven't ever said yes to Jesus Christ, if you don't know that you're a Christian, if you don't know that you have eternal life, I'm going to encourage you to pray this prayer with me line by line. We do this every week. Thousands of people are praying this prayer today right across the United Kingdom. Hundreds of thousands of people across the world today are going to be praying a prayer just like this. But let this be personal uh, to you, my friend. Let's pray, shall we? Why don't you repeat this after me? Heavenly Father, thank you that you love me. I thank you that you showed me your love by sending your son to die on a cross to give me life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me for paying the price for all of my sin. I receive you into my heart to be my Lord and my Saviour and my friend. I turn away from the way I've lived apart from you. And by the help of your grace and your power, I won't ever be the same again. I receive your eternal life. Amen. Friend, if you prayed that prayer, The most amazing thing has just happened on the inside of you. Whether you felt something or not is irrelevant. God has done something on the inside. The Bible says he's taken out your old heart and he's put in a brand new spirit on the inside. You've had a reset. 
This is a brand new day. This is a new day that is going to affect you for the rest of your life and for your eternity. Jesus Christ is now your Lord and your Savior. Of course, there's going to be other things. We want to send you a Bible and, and it'll be great to be involved in a church in your area. If it's around here, then Citygate is here for you. But friend, I want to encourage you today to continue on in the decision that you've made. Everybody else, come on, let's embrace this season. This is a time for us to guard our heart and to keep our heart and to strengthen our heart and to understand this. Even in the midst of all this adversity that's going on, our heart is in the image of God. Almighty God lives on the inside and out from our heart flows all the forces, all the issues of life. Friend, have an amazing week. Do everything you can to help make somebody else's life great. And I'll see you next time.